Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Using Rocket Pro TPO is like managing a team of all-stars. Our powerhouse squad approaches underwriters, complete document reviews, and initial underwrites in just one day. With our industry-leading mortgage insurance and with a wide variety of products to use, your mortgage game will have zero weaknesses, helping you and your clients win more closings against today's tough competition. Rocket Pro TPO compete at the highest level. Call for cost information and conditions, equal housing lender, license in all 50 states, nmlsconsumeraccess.org number 3030. You're listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Get the knowledge you need to advance your mortgage practice quickly and efficiently from Jen Duplessis, America's Mortgage Mastery Mentor with over 37 years of experience and over $1 billion in lifetime fundings. Jen has been mentoring loan officers and realtors for over 15 years and speaking on stages across the globe. So settle in and get ready as Jen and her guests share their experience passion, and strategies to help you crack the top producer code to reach new heights in your business. And now, here's your host, Jen Duplessis, Mortgage Mastery Mentor and Head Chick in Charge of Kinetic Spark Consulting. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to Mortgage Lending Mastery. I'm your host, Jen Duplessis, and I'm delighted today to have this opportunity to speak with the CEO and founder of Total Expert, Joe Wellyu. I got it right. And as people listen into this podcast, they know I'm horrible with last names. Even though I ask you how to pronounce it, I get tripped up on it. It's just my personality. Joe, welcome to the show. We're so excited to have you here today. Thank you so much for having me. It's uh, great to spend time with you today. Yeah, I'm really excited about this. So just a little background about Joe, just that everyone knows. Total Experts a fintech software leader. They launched the first customer experience platform, purpose-built for modern financial institutions. And of course, now that we've gone through COVID, you know, this becomes even more of a priority. And so since 2015, Joe has um, led Total Experts Vision. The company powers a CRM marketing and customer engagement for more than 150 companies that ranges from community banks, credit unions to wholesalers and national banks and mortgage lenders. So again, just very, very delighted to have you here on the show. And you know what's going to happen is we're going to run across each other more frequently at different events because now we have the reticular activator open. And you know, it's something that you really work on at Total Expert is, you know, making sure that that reticular activator is always lit, ignited, running for clients so that they remember their loan officer partners. And so we're going to talk about that today. But before I do, I want to talk about you. What got you into the mortgage space? Were you a lender before you came into Total Expert? Did you see a need or did you come right from FinTech? 
No, actually, I had zero fintech or technology background. I came oh from, <laughs> which is a story in itself, but yeah. I was actually a real estate agent. I had a real estate team with Remax and uh, started really incubating uh, the company out of the basement of a real estate office. And the initial really reason we started it is you know, we looked at you know, the customer as doing really a single transaction, right? They didn't look at the loan officer and the real estate agent. They just wanted to buy a home, right? And yeah. so the initial process around that was we wanted to be able to market alongside loan officers to go out into the market and win customers and keep those customers uh, long-term. And that was the original reason that we started the business initially. And then it very much evolved from there. Yeah, that's interesting. So, you know, we talk about this quite a bit, and I think that you probably have some opinions on this. I can't wait to hear what they are. But as long as I've been doing this, you know, we're now coming up on 40 years that I've been, you know, in or associated with the lending business. Wow, 40 years. That's incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, it's sad. <laughs> I mean, it really is. And that's you know, incredible. It's funny? I'm not even counting some of the time I did it in high school. You must have started when you were like five. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. It's been good to me. That's just all I got to say. But, you know, this is a habitual problem going all the way back to the early, you know, late 70s, early 80s when I first got in. It's a habitual problem of running a CRM and communicating and continuing to nurture relationships. Right. And I have this saying that I say all the time, you know, as it, with my students is don't have a meeting with a realtor and be one and done. Don't do no. a loan and be one and done. And we have this habit of thinking, you know, I got to lead a close the deal. It's an infinity sign. You know, it's always bringing people yeah. back in. And why do you think this is such a problem year after year, decade after decade, generation after generation as loan officers yeah. and real estate agents, that this seems to be a continual problem? What, where does this stem from? Well, I think it stems from the nature of really the, the compensation nature of the business, right? Which is heavily based on just the transaction itself and the nature and the cyclicality of mm -hmm. the industry. Mm -hmm. When it's kind of hot, it's hot and people are focused on kind of the next yeah. deal. But what I think the really true game-changing leaders, the ones that are separating themselves from the pack in both companies and individual producers really understand the lifetime value of that customer relationship. And yeah. they run their business very intentionally to say, hey, we're going to look at each relationship we have with a customer as though it's going to, we're going to be their lender or their financial partner for their life. Yeah. And they set the business up that way. Right. Yeah. So, and I also think that it's been very difficult to orchestrate communication and engagement at, at scale and do that with technology. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of fragmented pieces over the years yes. and that's also made it a struggle too. Yeah. I mean, I can tell you, you know, from my perspective, and I'm sure a lot of those that are listening, you know, when I first started putting something together, I had a perfect loan process and a nurturing system before it was cool, right? <laughs> Way before it was cool. Yeah. And, you know, as I was seeking a platform, I was finding that no single platform solved all of the needs that I had. And as a loan officer one and a real estate agent, I, I coach some realtors too, is that they seek these platforms to solve a problem that they have without knowing how they want it to, what the results you know, are to be, if that's making sense. I'm always encouraging them to create their, do the old fashioned way, put it on paper, play with it, yeah. maneuver it, and then go seek 
you know, something that will fit what you want. So I feel that that's really where the problem stems is, yeah, there's a lot of talk about, oh, I want you, I'll be your lender for life. People picked up on that terminology just because it sounded good. I'll be your lender for life, but I'll never call you again. Um, (laughs) It doesn't, it doesn't mean I'm going to like actually have any human connection with you at all. We're just gonna, (laughs) you know, you might get a birthday email from me once a year or something. uh, I call that the Heisman method, right? It's sort of like this push pull, right? It's like, I, I sent it to you, but I'm not actually engaging with you. And I think that this is where the problem stems is people don't know where to start. So if you're Talking to a loan officer says, look, I've had it. I am so sick of doing transactional. I really want to get into this world, but I don't know where to start. Yeah. What's your suggestion for them? Well, I think you touched on it a little bit. And that is, first of all, understand what outcome that you want, Mm -hmm. right? What is the business that you, what do you want your business to look like and why? And really start with the end goal in mind and work backwards from there. And then the next step with that is, Realizing and understanding that the long-term success, the really the exponential success is when you can build really meaningful, deep relationships with your customers that drive a lot of loyalty from those customers. And if you think about it, if you can have a customer that's fiercely loyal to you, they refer everybody they care about to you, and they would never think about doing a loan with anybody else, even if the price was better, because you've delivered so much value And you've put so much investment in that relationship. Yeah. So then you start to say, well, that sounds great. How in the world is the value? (laughs) I execute on that, right? Yeah. And so our philosophy has always been this is a human business. It's human first, but it's driven by technology and and data, right? Mm -hmm. So the technology and the data should drive the human first methodology. And so that should really serve and enable you to have deeper connections with your customers. So the problem is most technology companies, you have really two buckets. You either have people that came from pure tech and they didn't really understand the business and they didn't understand how relationship driven it is, or they understood that, but they didn't understand how to build scalable technology platforms that would allow you to bring together all the capabilities that you need and all the integrations that you need to really execute on that customer for life type strategy with with scale right because you know it's one thing to do it with a few clients it's quite another to do it with you know hundreds or thousands of clients and so starting with that end goal in mind of saying i want my customers to be loyal to me then understanding what's important to my customers what do they value and so what we have learned recently, particularly with this next crop and generation of home buyers, is that they really value knowledge. They really value education. Yes. Mm-hmm. What they don't value is being sort of marketed at. They don't value throwing product and pricing at them. They value understanding how home equity can build net worth. They understand and value utilizing a home as a financial asset to build wealth. So there's lots of ways to continue to educate that customer about what's going on in the housing market, what's going on with their equity, if they've got debt, how they can use what we call obviously good debt, which is real estate debt, right? To really have more financial wellness, right? So it's educating them on those different scenarios. And if you 
go a layer deeper, it's understanding what stage in life they're at, because then you're going to be able to really help have a conversation with them both digitally and as you engage with them one-on-one about what most likely is important to them at that point in time. So I think it's, you know, really articulating and understanding what's valuable to the customer and then making sure you're systematizing that. Yeah. I think those life events are really important, right? It's funny when I was originating, you know, we did, we obviously, I mean, I came out with adopt a mortgage probably in 1994 or something like that, right? Where we were adopting people's mortgages because they'd been orphaned by their last lender who got in the business for a short period of time. and left, Right. And then we later changed that to mortgages under management. And that's, you know, really the bailiwick of my, my practice was that wasn't just, I'm going to take care of you after the closing, but it was also, what is the entrance strategy that we're using? What is the holding strategy that we're going to have for what, how long you'll hold the home? And that could be several mortgages in while you're holding the home. And what is the exit strategy so that we're building wealth? You know, I'm a big fan of rich dad, poor dad, Sharon Lecter, who wrote that book is a friend of mine. And, you know, I'm really a fan of getting people out of the E and the, and the S, you know, of being self-employed and employment going into business owners and investors. And that was part of the strategy, you know, is moving people over to that. So when you're talking about having these relationships, I want to talk, I want to just ask you a question. I mean, and I'm always writing questions because I'm very curious, no planned questions on this podcast. Awesome. <laughs> um, I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah. I just haven't because I'm curious and I'm sure someone listening is going, ask that question, Jen, ask that question. You've talked a lot about, you know, creating that loyalty of a client. We'll get into more about what you actually do, but how does your system sure. create, for example, I do have a client and she knows because she listens every week. Who is saying, look, you know, I'm in this realm of X loan amounts and I want to graduate into a higher stature because I personally have graduated in my life. I've personally graduated into this higher echelon. How do I attract and go in that way? So when you talk about creating this loyal client, is there a possibility to create a loyal client that you don't already have and that you could target? Yeah. Yeah. So absolutely. So first of all, what our system does is allows you to really understand and target the different personas that you want to have as customers, if they're prospects or customers, and then speak to them in a way that's uniquely tailored to what they care about. And what you're describing to me is I would like to, and this is me kind of playing back. If I'm a loan officer, I've been maybe doing conforming loan deals for my, most of my career. I want to start doing jumbos and super jumbos as sort of my mainstream. Is that what you're describing to me? Absolutely. Yeah. So what you have to understand is that the content that one of those affluent buyers or borrowers care about is different. Absolutely. So I need to have a different customer journey from first lead touch to customer for life. I need to have a, a different journey for that borrower than I do a borrower that is, say, a first time home buyer conform or or you know, more just moving up level, right? Yeah. yeah, moving up. They care about different things. Mm-hmm. And so what our system does ultimately is it allows you to architect and really orchestrate a customer journey for each different persona and then automate those touch points. I love that. Is it taxing to do though? Because that's one of the things that (laughs) are going to say is, oh my gosh, how much work do I have to put in? And of course it's a short-sighted view. I get that. But how taxing is it to implement and execute when you're trying to do customization? 
Yeah, for sure. So we are an enterprise solution. So we historically have not sold licensing because of the sort of the magnitude of the technology and the investment that it takes kind of on the front end. It's aligned more towards, you know, inter- we have smaller shops that uh, mm-hmm. certainly use our platform, but it's on the front end, it's really about we integrate LOS data. You are migrating past customer databases. And in some cases, you're cleaning, you're working to cleanse that data to make sure you have a very clean database, right? Yeah. And then from a customization standpoint, it really depends on how your business is set up. Uh, our team, we have a what we call our expert services team that through uh, professional services will work with our customers to tailor those different paths, those different persona-based journeys. We have sort of our stable of content and best practices sure. that are available But then if they really want to go deeper, we have both our in-house services team. And then we work with agency partners as well, that if you have groups of loan, for example, we have loan officers inside of our enterprise customers that have access to our solution. And they say, hey, we want our own customer journey. These are the emails. This is the the tone we want, Mm -hmm. right? So from there we work through their organization to upload that content and those touch points if they've already developed it or if they need services help, then we would bid that out and work with them. But the technology is, it's extremely deep and powerful, but we have made it very configurable. We just released our newest iteration of our journey from our journey creation platform. And it's no code. So it allows you to drag and drop and change, you know, emails, text messages, dropping oh, yeah. in the, the message. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's it's a no what we call no code in sort of tech world. Yeah. And what that means is it's very configurable with basically drag and drop point and click. Yeah. Oh, and that's so powerful because, you know, we all know loan officers and producers, they are, I I shouldn't say short term and I shouldn't say this for everybody because listen, if you're listening in, I don't mean this. everybody. But I mean, I was one, I get one, I'm married to one, right? It's like a very short, like, give me, give me, give me, give me the results. Give me the results. I love the fact that it's the drag and drop, you know, because we just go, oh my gosh, we can't, we don't have the bandwidth to think through it. So I love that. Tell me a little bit about, because I think this is something that I think is very important in scalability of a communication system. And I do, it's one of the five C's that I coach on is communication. And that's really about your system. So critical, by the way, high quality communication. Yeah. Absolutely critical. And high quality communication doesn't just mean, as you know, it means the messaging and the tone of that messaging coming from your systems, right? Yeah. I think, well, it has to deliver your, you know, and what you say when you say tone is, you know, that some people are more formal, some people are more casual, some Uh are humorous, you know, and you want to make sure your voice is penetrating, you know, as you're walking through, because that's what the client loved about working with you. And that's what you're attract the clients. Some will say no, but that's okay because you have to be true to you. So one of the things that I really work very closely on is making sure that it's a very efficient system, but it also has to be effective. If it's effective, but it's not efficient, you won't use it. If it's effective, right. Or if it's efficient, but it's just falling kind of loose and it's just some really very generic information it will fall. So tell us about the combination that you use and how the engagement truly happens, because yes, you're sending out, you know, that's targeted to a person that has your voice and your vision, but how does the engagement elevate 
through your system. Sure. sure. So I'll kind of start with the execution of this, and then I'll back up a little bit and give you kind of an overview of, of how we get to that point. Okay. So our system, we built what we believe and what most of our customers believe is the most sophisticated and intelligent customer journey orchestration platform in the market. And what that means is that I can set up my system, I can set up my sequence of communication, and then based on how that customer responds, how they interact or don't interact, or a piece of data, say their equity changes or their credit's been pulled or any data point around that individual customer changes, our journey platform will interpret that and allow you to change what happens next. And so one of the most powerful things that that we learned over the years that drives a lot of success for our customers is the ability to kind of bring that automation and that human touch together. And I'll give you an example. So understanding customer loyalty is very critically important, right? So one of the things that will happen for some of our customers is a lot of our customers, actually, you know, one of their past clients won't be thinking about it. They'll see something from Lending Tree. They'll go on, they'll fill out a form and they will pull their credit and they will sort of get seduced into thinking about a new mortgage, right? right. I love the way you say so, that, seduced into thinking about because it really is that way. It's like, well, they already pulled my credit. So I feel obligated. Yeah. And they start yeah. to feel bad. And yeah. they're like, well, yeah. I, talk, I talked to this really nice person on the phone for like 10 minutes. And, you know, <laughs> right. so in that scenario, here's how we interpret that signal. Okay. So okay. our system is intelligent. It's Very listening AI. to those signals. Yeah. yeah. And we're getting that data. We understood that that just happened. And then we prompt a task to the loan officer, or if they're a bigger team and they've got somebody that's kind of the concierge prompts the task yeah. with the call yeah. script, plus an automated text message, plus an automated email. So I've got three touch points in a specific cadence that are being initiated from what that customer just did, right? And so what happens then is I can have a very in-context conversation. I know that, you know, I'm, this is me keeping my arms around my customer saying, hey, yeah. we've loved having you as a customer. We'd kind of look, you know, we'd love to check in, talk about what rates are doing, whatever it might be, right? So what we've learned is putting those processes yeah. in place yeah. that give you what to do next and you think about it in advance, right? You think about, okay, here's my customer journey. Here are all of the places that I could possibly lose that lead or that customer. They could fill out a form on lending tree. Well, what does that look like, right? That's a hole where uh, I might lose them. They could apply with me and then not find the house that they want right away. And then three, six, seven months go by and then they go into an open house and they get nabbed from the realtor, yep. right? Yep, absolutely. So I've got to have a system that encompasses all of that data that can then bring that to the forefront for me or my team and say, call this person, say this. And then the customer also will get a very personalized text message in their voice sent out to the customer. So that's sort of one example yeah. of how we bring I those things that. together. Yeah, I love that because, you know, we had a system, you know, with pieces of it, little pieces of it at the time. Right. It was so cool to call your client and say, Hey, I was just touching base with you and like, oh my God, that's so funny because I was just, right? and it's, it's just, I just pulled really, my credit. Yeah. I just, I, yeah, this just happened. That's so funny that it just happened. You know, I just put my house on the market, you know, or I was just snooping. Right. I love that AI. So obviously this helps us with conversion. I call it acres of diamonds. 
right? Acres and acres of diamonds that we have underneath us. And we have this tendency to have our binoculars all the time, right? I need new business. I need new leads. I need new leads. Rather than looking at the acres and acres of diamonds that we have and how many that one diamond can create a ripple effect in your practice, right? And you already worked so hard to get them. So let's make sure we keep them. Right. And I think that that's, you know, really what a lot of loan officers where they get and and truly realtors listen to this podcast as well, where they get so defeated and so burnt out, you know, that busyville leads to brokeville and that leads to burnoutville. Desperation and fear and all of those things, right? Career change. As a former agent, you know, I was, you know, very lucky to have a good career as an agent and I completely understand. Yeah. how that happens. And, yeah. you know, I think the good part for you and listening to you a little bit and following you and understanding you've helped a lot of people become very, very successful about thinking much differently about the business. Right. And so, you know, there really is a, a bigger and better way to do business. If you think in terms of systems, technology, customer first, and how do I bring those things together? Yeah. Yeah. And those life events too, which I know is very big with you because it's all the cross selling that happens with existing customers, you know, Mm -hmm. to be the resource for them, for all things that they need, personal, professional, home services, right? Financial services, all of those are super powerful. So I know that you have an enterprise account. So let's just say that a loan officer is listening in. What is the best way for them to approach their company and say, Hey, listen, I need you to listen to this podcast. I really like what they're saying. We need this product because, you know, I know you're serving 150 companies, but there are thousands and thousands of mortgage companies out there. So this is a great opportunity for loan officers to go into their office and say, Hey, listen, guys, we need to do something a little different. What's your recommendation to help them get the ear? Yeah. My recommendation is that ultimately we have really staked our company on making our customers massively successful. And we've got a really good track record of creating growth for our customers, really proven. We've got, I think, nine out of the top 20 lenders that run their platforms on our engine, right? On our platform. Yeah. And then we've got lots in the top hundred, right? And so having a conversation, getting their organization to have a conversation with us saying, you know, Hey, these guys work with some of the best brands in the business. They're really thinking about the future in terms of what we need to be doing to grow over the next one to two years. Right. And I know they've had results that speak for themselves. For example, We've had customers, multiple, multiple customers where we've doubled their customer loyalty and retention rates in one year. Double, right? We've had customers where we have improved their application, their lead to close by 10, 20% which is a big number. Which is huge for conversion. Yeah. Yeah. The podcast right before this one is about conversions. You know, I talked about conversions again, acres of diamonds. You already have the diamonds. And I love that philosophy that that's saying acres of diamonds, but the way to think about us is what we are not is just another CRM solution. That's, we really don't even like that word. It's stagnant. It's stagnant. Yeah. What organizations need They need a a technology partner that is willing to dig in with them, look at their current customer journey for their different types of loan officers, and then say, what can we do in the next three to four months to massively improve how we are handling our customer journey? And if we do that in 90 to 120 days, we're going to grow the business. Like 
hands down proven a hundred out of a hundred times, we make huge strides for, for companies if they work with us in that way. And so having a very low pressure, just very consultative, collaborative conversation with somebody on our team talking about, hey, what do they want to have as a strategy for next year in terms of growth? What are their goals? And then we'll talk to them about some of the ways we can help them win. You know, we'd love to have that conversation anytime. So yeah, and I think that's important. It's just, you know, explore it, right? It's the, the exploration. And I wanted to just say two more things before we close today. But you know, that this for me seems very powerful for builder lenders, you know, lenders that handle builders sure. because they are so transactional. And yeah. I like it. I mean, I'm afraid to give away all that little stuff because. Well, not really, but you know, I love going into a builder development after everybody's closed and said, Hey, we've adopted your loan. We're here to take over. You know, we've had the privilege of being able to now manage your mortgage. They don't know where it's coming from, right? But I know that the builder loan officer is too involved with loans that to not even care about that. So for me, you know, if I don't get business from a builder, that's okay. I'm going to get it over here because I have a system together that I'm going to nurture those relationships and I'm going to get multitudes of loans from those people, not that single one. So I see that as really, really powerful. And the other thing is, and, and I know that this is up your alley is that you know if you're not working towards these type of tech and ai you know cuz this really is artificial intelligence that you're using if you're not working to this as a company your company is working backwards it's going so quickly yeah. and uh, it, you know yeah. we have a tsunami of technology that's heading our way yeah jen i think you hit the nail on the head that it is moving faster than it ever has before the innovation curve is deepening and really what that means if I'm a loan officer I need to be aligning myself with resources company or brand or if I'm an individual small broker there's certainly ways that you can execute on these strategies as well and be successful but you have to take steps to level up how you're using technology to serve your customers and you have to constantly improve on that quarter after quarter after quarter. And if you're not making continuous progress and sort of iterating it, you're going to fall behind because there are brands that are spending billions of dollars to figure out how to steal your customer from you. Right. So the good news is you don't have to be in that scenario. Yeah. I, I've always said, you know, if you're not in front of your customer, your competition is so get busy. Somebody right? else will be. Yeah. yeah. Someone else will be. So the last question I want to ask you is what motivates you, Joe? What are you doing to up-level your professional knowledge? Maybe uh, not the technical, but the mindset. And what are you doing yeah. on a daily basis? Well, so I've always been fortunate to just have a growth mindset, right? That's mm-hmm. first and foremost. And yeah. I think when you come from a, a position of just thinking with a abundant mindset and a growth mindset, that opens up a lot of things for you, right? What yeah. motivates me is helping our customers win. That it's really been like that from the beginning when we see our customers having deeper relationships with their customers to where they improve their loyalty. It is the most exciting thing in the world for us. And so that's what motivates us every day is saying, hey, how can we partner with our customers? And at the end of that next year, look back and say, hey, we together, we achieved X, Y, and Z. And and that's ultimately what drives us, me and quite frankly, most of the team every day. I love that. that. And you and I were talking about that in the green room, right? We were just saying, you know, don't work to work, work to win. And so that that really just ties a bow on this whole thing, you know. So much more fun. Oh gosh, yeah. so much more fun to win. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) Absolutely it is. 
Well, Joe, well, you, thank you so much for joining us today and giving us your wisdom and your, you know, real out the, the future outlook of what this is going to look like for, you know, our industry. And I encourage those that are listening to uh, connect with you. We'll have all kinds of links so that they can connect with you. They can connect if they're owners, great. If they're managers, wonderful. But if they're loan officers, we want you to connect as well, because learning about this, you know, and sharing it with your management team and your leadership team is going to keep that company moving forward. So, so critical, you know, in today's market. So thank you again so much for being with us today. I really, really appreciate it. And I wish you all the best of success. I can't wait to run into you and say, hey, actually, we know each other. Likewise, I really appreciate the opportunity. I really enjoyed it. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right, everybody. Thank you again. That was another episode of Mortgage Lending Mastery. And again, please give us a five-star rating and write us a review. Those things are really, really important. And thank you for taking time out of your day to listen to this podcast. I hope that it makes the needle on your business move every single time. Thanks for listening to Mortgage Lending Mastery. Be sure to subscribe to hear more sales tips, ideas, strategies, and tactics to help you with your personal and professional growth to multiply your results in record time. And if you like what we're doing, don't forget to give us a rating and review so we can continue to bring you the best content possible. Wanting more beyond the podcast? Join our Mortgage Lending Mastery membership community where you will find extended interviews with our favorite guests, weekly training, tips, and insider secrets, fireside chats with Jen, free content, meet, share, and collaborate with other members, and so much more. Click the link in the show notes to learn more about this exclusive content. Mortgage Lending Mastery is an industry syndicate charter podcast. Industry Syndicate is the first podcast network specifically for the mortgage and real estate industries. Get the Industry Syndicate app in the App Store or Google Play today.